0: Good morning, afternoon, or whenever you are hearing this. Everybody, how are you guys doing? I am going to apologize for the delay in uploading this episode. And probably future episodes. Um, anyway, welcome to episode 26 of Dealing with Stupidity, where we are going to change the world through mockery and stupid shaming. Unfortunately for you, I'm your host, Kevin, and I'm truly sorry for what you're about to endure. For questions and comments, please email me at dwstupidity at gmail.com. Head over to my website, dealingwithstupidity.com, and uh, go over to the contact page, and you can contact me through there, fill out the form. I won't sell your email to anybody. And, of course, Twitter, at dwstupidity. It's dealing with stupidity at dwstupidity, but I'm the only one on the Twitter account, so whatever. Um, like I was telling you at the beginning of this, I apologize for the delay and getting this done I had a couple of setbacks if you will. Uh first, my upstairs where I have turned into my um studio slash where I keep my shit. I'm not going to call it that word, that phrase. But basically my only uh only place in my house where I have pieced completely to myself uh let's see the heat i mean the ac went out it's hotter than fuck up there because it's over the garage um i've had a cold if you can if you can't tell that and what else has gone wrong just time man just hadn't had time you know work's been killing me trying to get my car fixed has been wearing me out um you know the good old-fashioned stuff my son has t-ball all that fun, loving stuff that just takes time away from being being annoying on the internet. But wah, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to get any kind of sympathy from anybody. So this week's episode is going to be on incompetence and why does it happen? I'm going to be diving into the world of incompetence and try to figure out why there is so much of it. In the world these days with you know Just with the simplest task Are people lazy do they not care Or both or, uh, Are we just too Demanding to and expect too much from others Or is it just coincidence That it always seems to happen to us Just the simplest task gets screwed up And you know and in this week's current stupid events, it's going to involve a baby getting hotboxed, a store bans evil Republicans, and students watch their te- teacher get high as shit in class, baby. So, before we head into that, uh, also I'm going to apologize since I'm kind of doing a a simple setup. Basically, I've got my laptop and my microphone on a TV tray. <laughs> With my recorder next to me on the arm of the uh, couch. So I'm sure you there's going to be a lot of back up, uh, background noise you might hear, and if it's annoying, I apologize. It will get better, hopefully. Um, that's about it. So first and foremost, I don't usually talk about anything that's really relevant, but Uh, I want to congratulate the Winnipeg Jets for their playoff run, and how dare you beat the fucking Predators. Whoa. That, I was really pulling for the Preds. And it's it's really cool to see Pittsburgh's out of it. As much as I wanted the Preds to go all the way, they're out of it. So we're going to have, hopefully, well, we are going to have a new Stanley Cup champion this year. Uh, that we haven't seen in a while, as long as the Lightning doesn't win it. Um, Yeah, I'd like to see a new winner, honestly. honestly. I'm going to be pulling for Washington over on that side. Hope they beat the Lightning. As much as I like the Lightning, I think this is Ovi's year, if he can do it. And on the West, I would like to see – I would actually like to see Winnipeg do it. Vegas has been impressive all season. And, man, I'm I'm excited it's going to be a new team, hopefully, this year. But like I was saying, Vegas has been phenomenal for a first-year team. And what a great run, but I don't think they deserve it yet. Well, anyway, I'll stop babbling about that. I would like to see the Caps and Jets in the final. And I would prefer... I would prefer to see Washington win it, but I won't hate it if it, if if uh, Winnipeg wins it, because they were kind of stepchildren, the the redhead stepchild of the league before they moved to Arizona, and Winnipeg's basically Atlanta, the Atlanta team. They still got you know that they got moved from, excuse me, but yeah, they they used to be the Atlanta Thrashers, and they're Winnipeg. Winnipeg's been wanting a fucking cup for. Years and years and years. Washington's been wanting the Cup since early 70s, since they joined the league. I think this Winnipeg joined around then too, maybe. I don't know. I'm not going to dig into it. But anyway, it ought to be an exciting finals. If you're a hockey fan, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. If you're not, I would suggest tuning in because the, the, these last two series, <coughs> the semis and the final are, should be very exciting. Got some really good teams happening right now. So let's just dive right in. I'll stop being a whiny bitch. So the other day at work, I placed two orders with two separate companies for a couple projects we got going on, right? And if you had to guess, what do you think the chances are for both companies, two separate companies all together, to screw up the orders I place and ship them to a totally different address? Well, if you were to guess 100%, then you would be correct. But how is it possible, in this day and age, for you to get the address wrong of where you're shipping something? Like, not even the right state. Not even the right street. Not, I mean, completely nowhere near where it was supposed to be. And the chances, I just i couldn't believe the chances of two completely different companies that have nothing to do with each other, ship them. Nowhere near where I needed them to be. And it's not like anything, it was anything difficult either. I didn't ask them to drop ship it here or or this or that. I told each of them that I need this and this, and I need them shipped to this address. I told them both over the phone, and it was in an email. (coughs) God damn, I hate being sick. And it doesn't get any of the, any easier than that when, than with an email, because you simply just have to copy and paste the address to whatever form you have to fill out to get it there. Now, granted, both admitted, admitted to their mistake, but holy shit, what a pain in the ass it was, because it set everything back that I had scheduled, and other people I work with had scheduled. It set everything back a couple of days. And I know most of you think all I do is uh I'm sure and I'm sure it sounds like it. I even get sick of it but but I have no life a lot of what I do, I bitch about my job. God damn, I'm sorry for all the extra noises, but you know I have no life, and that's really all the uh that's really where everything gets screwed up is at my job. my life is pretty damn good outside of work, I think. You just get tired of dealing with the same stupidity every day. I'm tired of the incompetence that plagues the world that we live in. And it's this is happening more and more lately, I believe. I, I seriously believe that it happens more and more. And just to get something shipped where you need it to be, it should not be as, asking too much out of a company that you just spend an assload of money for. And not only on top of that, I needed it like the next day, so I was spending money, extra money on shipping. Now I got reimbursed, or there are my company got reimbursed for the shipping, but fuck. I mean, come on, is that too much to ask? But see, that's part of this podcast. It's hope I can reach all those people out there that screw up all the time. I hope you guys hear it and you feel shame that you screw up all the time. Or at least this gets this message gets passed along. I'm not perfect by any stretch, but God damn it. I can't even remember the last time when I mailed something to the wrong part of the country. I mean, it's, just, it's a super easy process, people. It's, it's, you can't really, it can't get any more simplified than this. And and the whole reason that I bring up shipping, and I'm gonna t- I'm gonna teach those of you out there that just don't fucking get it, the whole reason I bring this up, because this is what a lot of people have to deal with. Usually when something gets screwed up and when you work for another company, it has to do with you moving an item or two from this or that. So it's super easy. I'm gonna explain it to you. And I deal with this more times than I care to even talk about. And this is something I learned in grade school, was how to, have you ever written a letter and put it in the mail? A lot of you new people out there, younger people probably haven't. But it's so easy. Now, you write down the address for where you were sending something. Sending something <laughs> usually is four numbers, but sometimes it could be less or sometimes it could even be more. That can really throw you off. So pay close attention. After the numbers, then the name of a street. Sometimes it might be a number as well. So really pay pay attention to that one. Then there's the name of the city followed by a state that the city is in. That will be two letters if it is in the United States. I'd explain how that works, but I don't want to confuse anyone right now. It's baby steps, okay? Then after the state, there will be what is called a zip code. You still following me? Don't worry about what that means. You might not understand it, but it is important. The zip code will be five more numbers. At any time during this process, don't be afraid to ask the person giving you the address to slow down or to repeat themselves. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. <laughs> embarrassed about. Numbers can be hard for some people. Also remember there's no math involved. You are safe. Just copy down exactly what is being said to you. Now. Here's another thing. And it gets it gets easier. I promise. Now, the, if the address is sent to you in an email or some other form of ri- form of written communication, all you have to do is copy down exactly what you see. You don't have to get creative with it. Exactly what you see will do just fine. If any of this is confusing or by throwing you off in any way, there is a simple and foolproof way to deal with it. Now, like I said, if it's emailed you, all you really have to do is copy and paste The directions are the numbers and names of the city and name of the street in the fields that you have to do on your end. You can't just look at it and go, okay, that's where it's going. Okay, ship it. doesn't work that way. (coughs) You do have to either physically type in the, the address, street name, and all of what follows into a field that you're creating the shipping label for or, or on a website that you're filling out for them to come pick it up to send it there. Now, all you got to do is copy and paste that. It. It's so simple. If you don't know how to copy and paste, then just type in what you see exactly, verbatim. I'd explain to you what verbatim means, But, like I said a minute ago, or a second ago, baby steps. I don't want to confuse you. Then, like I was saying, if any of this is confusing or throwing you off in any way, simply rewind it. Rewind this podcast, back up a few seconds, 30 seconds to a minute, and start this whole process over. And if you still don't get it, the simple and foolproof way to deal with it, quit your job and learn how to use a shovel. There are miles and miles of ditches that need to be dug in this country and you are a perfect candidate if you can't find and you can find comfort in the fact that you will always have a job. And I I have a good feeling that if you can't copy and paste or write down exactly what someone says, I mean, you can learn how to use a shovel very quickly. I'd give it For someone like you that doesn't know how to do that, I'd probably give it a good hour how to learn how to use a shovel. But that's it. Once you learn that, you're set for life. (coughs) Excuse the coughing. So we got that taken care of, right? We good? We understand that? Feel free to email me if you need to explain better. i rewind this podcast a little bit. Do what you got to do. But like I said, do not be afraid to ask if the instructions aren't clear enough. So you want this shipped um, to my address? No, 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 no. Why would I want it shipped to your address? You're you're in another city completely. That helps me none. I want you to send it to the address under my name, under my signature at the bottom of this email. Oh, so you're saying you want it. There. Yes, yes, yes. That would be great. It would be great. I would ask you to drop ship it, but I'm afraid you have no fucking clue what that means. I just want you to send it here, and then I'll do the rest. Can we do that? Oh, that would be great. Thank you so much. It ain't that fucking hard. Apparently it is, though, and in, in with the people I deal with. And how does a company hire someone that doesn't know how to send a package out how to mail something. I mean, for fuck's sake, even if you're on, let's say, FedEx's or UPS's website, it's pretty self-explanatory how to fill out that form. Okay, so we got that problem covered a little bit, at least I think, of what I had to deal with on that. Then, over the last couple of weeks, I've had to deal with another sort of problem. This time it wasn't on the shippers part. It was on the delivery company's part. Basically, I had to order this large window that comes already in a frame. So when it gets to us, or gets, and once it gets to us, I give it to our, our guys that are installing the window. All they have to do is put the window in place and screw it down couldn't be more simple right now if at any point i order this window you should think if it's available already in the fan in the frame that that means the company i'm getting it from doesn't have any problem of shipping it with with no damage going to be involved in any way We offer it this way to make life simple and shipping cheaper, I guess. Well, the first one shows up strapped to a ragged ass wooden pallet that's fallen apart with some half ass styrofoam sheets covering it and some packaging paper crammed between the glass and the pallet. (coughs) I hate being sick. Real little league dog shit packing for a five hundred pound window. Now it's supposed to come in a large padded crate to keep the to keep the glass from rattling around and shattering and all that jazz that you would think could happen to a window. So if I have my faith in a company, you offer it this way, can be shipped this way already in the frame. So I'm thinking to myself, well, of course, if it's already in the frame and ready to go and all has to be, do- has to be done is taken out of the box and blam, just inserted right where it needs to go. Well, then I would think that said window would be shipped properly in some kind of crate or whatever. Most other companies do it that way when it comes to glass and bendy things like frames. <coughs> God damn it! Okay, so this thing shows up, like I said, strapped to a pallet. A pallet is basically a flat wooden piece that I'll just lay it on here. Gonna lay it, and we can just strap it, and this styrofoam take take care of it. It's going, you know, cross country a little bit, so it ain't gonna move off the pallet, right? Like I said, real dog shit for a five hundred pound window. Surprisingly, though, the glass was fine, not a scratch on the glass that's great, but the frame was bent out of shape, and you couldn't tell it on the pallet you couldn't uh, we couldn't tell it until it was our guys went to install it, and it was not installed correctly, so the frame was twisted, if you will <laughs> and you know, we're just looking at it like I, I can't fucking believe it. I mean, we—I had a feeling something was going to be wrong with it when it was strapped down to this piece of fucking wood that there was going to be a problem. But I was expecting one of the, one, some of the glass being cracked, whatever. I didn't think it would be bent, but it was. So, my first question was, how did that leave? How did that leave the manufacturer that way? The <laughs> ball's ready to go. I just strapped it to some wood. It'll be fine. Idiot. So what I do, that sets us back immediately two days. Because now i got to make a claim. Your package that you sent us, yeah, that was on just had some fucking paper and whatnot strapped to it. Yeah, it's fucking bent. Thank you. I need a new one. And now ASAP. And you can't really overnight one of these. You can but the shipping cost would be as much as the fucking window itself. So, unfortunately, even though it's on them, I didn't, you know, I I don't know. I guess I didn't, I wasn't thinking. So we ordered another one. We were able to push it back. We can do something else while we wait on the next window. No need to spend the extra money to get one here. Even though we'll be reimbursed, let's just take care of a couple other problems. Then when that window shows up, we got that done. So I ordered another one. Guess what happened to this one? I come to work, and I notice that it hasn't shown up yet. But I figure, you know, maybe they were shipping it a different way or using a different company so it won't get damaged. And I'll just go on about my day and wait for it to show up. Usually something like that. Our deliveries show up before I get to work. Well, as I begin to go about my morning, I notice broken glass by the doorway where our deliveries come in. Well, fuck. I guess our did, our window did show up, but uh, not really. So I have to go through the whole process again. So this time, and the company that delivered it sent us pictures of what happened. Well, there's broken glass in our fucking doorway. I think I got it. Got it. You know, you don't have to send me pictures. Okay, fine. It's broken. <coughs> but the great part was... They had it packed correctly, and somehow they managed to, I don't know how, when it was packed correctly, in a crate, padded, whatnot, and it was in that crate, secured, how they managed to fucking break it that way. I don't know how the first one didn't break was a shocker, and how this one broke, another shocker. (sighs) But, so I had to go through the whole process again and everything, but you know when i did the claim on this one i said look this is number 2 now now we're starting to get a little agitated can you please we need one here tomorrow so they ended up sending it the way it should be sent and quickly and they ate the shipping charges thank you very much now that we are what 3 4 days behind now but my question was this when it comes to incompetence what is it with shipping companies? One, the shipper, the guy who at the factory who decided, I'm going to just strap this one to a table and let this one fly. And it might get there in one piece, it might not. Lucky for him, the glass wasn't broken, just the frame was bent, but still a pain in the ass. It's still just fucking as dumb as any, you can think. Who, 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 who let it leave your building that way? Amazes me. Number two... It was, this was on the shipping company themselves. This was completely their fault. Of course, they didn't own up to it right away, even though they're the ones that sent pictures. They acted like, yeah, uh, we picked it up broken. Uh, whatever, that's not my problem. You're full of shit, but it's not my problem. That's, that's the shipper's problem. I'm not dealing with this crap. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah. They just sent out a whole big box full of broken fucking glass. How does that sound logical to anybody? But as far as shipping companies go, companies go, we get busted ship all the time. I'm not picking on one in particular. They're just as bad. Each one. I think one is worse than the other. Um, and I probably don't have to point that out to anybody that ships anything or receives in shipping in any way. But do these people just not give a shit? This is where incompetence incompetence kills me on this side of this this industry. I'll just use this as an ex I'll just use this as an example, okay? Has anybody, any of you people ever looked in the back of a UPS truck when they're dropping off to your place of business? Or just walk past the back of a UPS truck when it's delivering somewhere you're about to enter. It's a shit show. It looks like a fucking riot took place in the back of those trucks. There's shit everywhere. There's no organization at all. Crap is just strewn all over the damn place with no regard to weight or size. Yes, there are shelves. There are shelves in the back of those trucks, but uh, I believe they're just for decoration or just to move shit out of the way temporarily. <laughs> but my, my guess is why it's like that, why they don't give a shit, it's because they are pressured into getting the deliveries done as quickly as possible. So if your little Happy Father's Day mug Happens to be at a further stop than let's say Tay Tay's 40 inch rims. Which package do you think's gonna be on top of the other? That's right, your mug is fucking dust now. Now there's a whole lot more to the incompetence game than just bot shipments, but it got me that's what got me rolling on this podcast on this particular topic. Because I know I'm not the only one. I deal with all sorts of incompetence every day. Not just shipping. It could be something as simple as a return email from a company for a price. Or a, refer, a return phone call. Or <coughs> when I do get that email or that phone call, sometimes it's a completely different item than I'm asking about. And it can't be any more descriptive than me giving you the part number that your company provided for me. Okay, yes, that's exactly what I'm looking for. What is the price of that? And let's say an average cost of shipping. And how soon can I get it? Is it available right now? So on and so forth. And then you get a reply about something completely different. Whatever. What the fuck are you talking about? Um. And this is just what I deal with on a day to day. Now, there's incompetence with coworkers, which I don't deal so much anymore with the position I have. But, man, I've had jobs where I've. Holy shit. You're just like, how in the fuck did you get hired? And I know I'm not the only one that has to deal with this kind of crap. I mean. There's incompetence. Have you ever had a company fuck up your bill? Not even at work. I'm just talking about your home, like DirecTV or somebody like that. Fuck up your bill. You call them. Oh, that's right. My mistake. What are they just? Are you hoping that nobody notices that you just charged me $8,000 this month for the basic package? You know, that's exaggerated, but you know what I'm talking about. But what is it? You know that's that's what got me thinking about it. What is it? What is it about people these days that makes them incompetent? Do they just not fucking care? Is everybody fucking high? which I totally get because jobs do suck. It sucks working for a living um, <laughs> or or is it deeper? Is it a mental problem that were you dropped on your head as a baby did you Did you drink paint? Did you what what why are people like this? Is it uh hereditary? Is it <laughs> Is it vaccines that makes people just so incompetent? Is it the air we breathe? The air quality? What is it what causes people to act this way? Fuck up the simplest tasks. So I did what I know how to do. That's research shit on Google. And I went far and wide for two fucking pages until I got bored with it. But I wanted some form of explanation. <laughs> Excuse me, a fucking get. I'm gant. I'm going to make a side remark here when it comes to fucking... I brought it working while working sucks with some people. I am sick. I am now sick. I've got a fucking cold that will not go away. I've got a nose full of snot. I'm coughing every five seconds. I'm having to pause this and lose my train of thought so I can blow a fucking yard of snot out of my left nostril or right, depending on which one's just full at the time. And all this because I work with everybody who decided to get sick last two weeks and they just come to work. That's why we get sick days, motherfuckers. Stay home. I don't want to catch your AIDS. I don't want to catch your HIV or whatever kind of fucking sickness you're carrying around. Stay home. And I did my best to stay away from everybody, not touch the same documents they touch. I do not use anybody else's phone. I will use mine. I will walk across the fucking building. To use my own phone at my desk. So I don't have somebody breathing their hepatitis into the fucking receiver. uh, And the phone on the other side of the building. (laughs) That's that little rant. I'm sorry. I hate being sick. How the fuck do you get sick in the summer? It's not actually summer yet. But it's the summer temperatures. Jiminy Christmas. Uh, and I've in the last couple of months, I've el- el- eaten healthier than I ever have in my fucking life. And all of a sudden, I'm sick. Whatever. So anyway, I found this article on Vox.com. Why incompetent people often think they're actually the best. In the uh, secondary headline, there's psychological phenomenon behind it. The Dunning-Kruger effect. This fascinates me. I'm glad somebody, uh, you know, I, I read about this a while back. And I f- I'm glad somebody recognized what I've been saying since I was a teenager. A lot of people just don't realize they're fucking stupid. But they think they're smart. That's basically what it boils down to. All right, this article was by German Lopez. Lopez. Uh, at vox.com this is November 18th 2017 1030 a m Eastern uh, great article I think maybe you i'm just going to read some of it maybe you've experienced this at school or work before dealing with someone who thinks he's much better at his job than he really is. This can not only be really annoying but it can be it can lead to disaster as a group of projects is made much more difficult by someone's unchecked ego. A new TED-Ed video based on a lesson by psychologist David Dunning dives into why this happens and why people are so bad at judging their skills in general, looking into the phenomenon known as the Dunning-Kruger effect. Now, if I remember, I will add a link to this uh article on the website so you can go and see this video. I'm not going to I'm not going to read the whole fucking thing to you. Uh, and just so you know, the Dunning-Kruger effect is a cognitive bias where people of low ability have the illusion, illusory, god damn it, <laughs> illusory superiority, mistakenly addressing their cognitive ability as greater than it actually is. So. And the video goes on to say, knowing how confident we are and how our skills stack up to other people is more than self-esteem boost. It helps us figure out when we can forge ahead on our own decisions and instincts and when we need instead to seek out advice. But psychological research suggests that we're not very good at evaluating ourselves accurately. In fact, we frequently frequently overestimate our own abilities. This is true to a degree that violates the laws of math. For example, when software engineers of two companies were asked to rate their performance, 32% of the engineers at one company and 42% at the other, put themselves in the top 5%. So what's going on here? There's actually a reasonable explanation. When psychologists Dunning and Justin Kruger first described the effect in 1999, they argued that people lacking knowledge and skill in, a partic- in particular areas suffer a double curse. First, they make mistakes and reach poor decisions. But second... Those same knowledge gaps also prevent them from catching their errors. In other words, poor performers lack the very expertise needed to recognize how badly they're doing. For example, how can someone know he's a bad writer if if he doesn't know even basic spelling and grammar rules? Kind of like me. The good news is once people know that they're bad at something, say if they fail at a logic puzzle... They'll typically admit it or admit to it, but some level of experience or expertise is needed for a person to come to this realization. He went on. That may be, that may be why people with moderate amount of experience or expertise often have left less confidence in their abilities. Addison said they know enough to know that there's a lot. They don't know. That is a sickness out there in the world. A lot of people don't know that. They're too stupid to realize how stupid they actually are. But knowledge can also lead to people overestimating others. Experts tend to be aware or just know knowledgeable they are. What? <laughs> God damn, I can't read. Experts tend to be aware of just how knowledgeable they are, but they often make a different mistake. They assume that everyone else is knowledgeable too. The result is that people, whether they're inept or highly skilled, are often caught in a bubble of inaccurate self-perception. Self-percep- when they're unskilled, they can't see their own faults. When they're exceptionally competent, they don't perceive how unusual their abilities are. Okay, I get that. Yes, I agree, but there are basic tasks that everyone that is holding a job should know, even if it's just to get by on a day-to-day. Also brings up another question, is how the fuck do some people still have jobs? That's what I'm asking. That's what I wanted to get at. The article continues to say, there's a way to prevent all of this. First, ask for feedback from other people. And consider it even if it's hard to hear. Second, and more important, keep learning. The more knowledgeable we become, the less likely we are to have invisible holes in our competence. Now, I'm going to make another comment here. I know a lot of ass faces that don't want to hear how horrible they're doing at something, especially someone in some kind of position over people. It bruises their ego, and when that happens, you are automatically a bad guy and the sites have been set on you. And I'm just using this as work. And you were labeled as a trouble, troublemaker and what is considered by not a team player. I've worked for people before. Maybe I could have worded it more, uh, tastefully, but I've come out and told, like I worked at one job where the owner's son was telling me how to do something and he'd only been working there a couple of months and I'd been there for a couple of years. I just flat out told him, "You're a fucking idiot." That's not how it works. Well, from that point on, I was. He called me. He would say, "I'm not a team player. I'm not a team player. Why? I'm not a team player because I don't agree with you. I'm bruising your ego a tad here, and that makes me a, a, not a team player." No, I'm a team player. I'm just leaving you off the fucking team. Everybody else on this team knows how to do it, except for you. But you think you're doing it right when you're fucking it up for everybody. That's for another podcast. (coughs) But I hope I remember to edit that out on my hacking. The article ended with this little tidbit, though. Keep in mind, this is all just one explanation for why and how incompetent people may overestimate themselves. For examples of other explanations, check out A Good Rundown by psychologist Tal Yarkoni. We're going to call him that. Yarkoni, Yarkoni, whatever. I'll leave a link to that too. Um, So I did, but I did check out that article or uh, the rundown by Yarkoni. And it's very damn interesting. It's too much for me to add to this podcast, but I'll throw the link up on the website also if you want to see what, Yarconi came up with and I'm sure I'm just butchering that fucking name. But still, I wanted to know more. There has to be something a little simpler than that. <laughs> what about people just being goddamn stupid? There is some of that, you know. Now, some people get jobs that are promo- and are promoted for the wrong reasons, and they get in over their head and they just suck at it. But that's all well and good. What about the examples I gave earlier? you know, just you know filling out a shipping label and shit like that that's that's shit that's possible A fourth grader can do i don't i don't that's what I wanted to get at why what is it? What is it? What causes it? and not so fast on my part for calling someone ignorant. I did a little more searching on the internet and there were a few things that stuck out that I should have thought of. And one of that, and one of that should have been uh, the most obvious to me. And that being that people just don't like their jobs. I didn't post these links. um, that's part of it. That's what I found on, you know, a lot of these job sites, you know, you know reasons why you should leave this job or, co-workers that make your job difficult and blah, 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 shit like that. Um, But, like I said, that is one that stuck out a lot. That A lot of people out there just don't like their jobs, just don't give a shit. They hate their job, they're stuck, and they've gotten to the point where they just don't give a damn anymore. And I totally get that to a degree. I have gotten to that point of not giving a shit where I work. But I still, no, I I hate my job. I dislike it very much. I wouldn't say hate it. I dislike it very much. Monday mornings are so depressing for me. But I haven't gotten to the point where I'm just going to give up and just half-ass shit. Because, you know, I still got things to do. They pay me to do shit. I may hate it, but I still have a job to fucking do. And I haven't gotten to that point where I can't take simple instructions. Not yet, anyway. So before I throw rocks at someone's head, I should probably look at myself. But I'm not. Because there's one thing. There's one reason. The only reason, really, for me to do a good job at a job I hate is because the pure fact I don't want to do it twice. It's that damn simple. I want to do the bare minimum. If you hate what you do so much to the point where you're doing something twice or more, then what's the point? <laughs> it to me, it that makes no sense. I'm just gonna put whatever address here. Well, you're gonna have to fucking do that again anyway, if you fuck it up. It's not like the person you're you're mailing something to or shipping is gonna go, Oh, that's okay, I'll take care of it from here. Bullshit. Do it again, jackass, and do it right this fucking time, okay? People like you are the reason I don't like my job. It's a, it's a very weird circle. <laughs> so, I mean, to me, that's it. That's the only reason I'll do something correctly the first time. So I don't have to do it twice or three times or four times. I want to do it once. And I want you to leave me the fuck alone after that point. Are we done here? Good. Go away. I'm great. I'm done with you for now. Until the next stupid-ass problem you have. Just do it correctly the first time around. So basically, for me, my laziness outweighs my feeling of not giving a damn. (laughs) If that makes any sense. But that is what it boils down to when when I would search far and wide on the Google's that's what it comes down to. That's why there's so much incompetence at jobs is people just don't give a shit or they 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 have a cushy job where they don't have to give a shit. They can just pass it along, not care. <coughs> I mean, I'm sure a lot of you out there have, wor- have worked for people or companies where there's just so much fucking dead weight. I mean, if you ever had a job and you'll see – a certain employee or a certain manager walk by you 3 4 times a day and you think to yourself what exactly does that guy do and so you ask around and if, and you'll get answers like you know I really don't know <laughs> that makes you not like your job that puts a bad taste in your mouth for working for somebody i bet if you ask him he'll give you some description of what his job title implies but when you get right down to it, well, he just tells other people to do shit, and that's all he does. So he just... He just passes his shit along? Well, yeah, pretty much. Okay. So he actually doesn't do anything. Does he even remember who he asked to do what? Well, he can do that. So he basically does what like a, an Excel spreadsheet could do. <laughs> Whatever. But... You know, so maybe we should be patient with these people that just don't care. We hate their jobs so much. But no, I say no. I say absolutely not. I say fuck them. Learn how to do the simplest task of mailing me something or shipping a fucking package, you moron, or learn how to fucking use a shovel and go dig ditches. Then you don't have to worry about anything except for how long and how deep that ditch is. You want to hate a fucking job? Have a job that works outside during the summer. That sucks. Or in the middle of the winter. I think everybody should think like me. Just do it right the first time for the pure fact you don't have to do it twice. There's different types of laziness you can use there. Anyway, so I hope that helped that's what I found out. And that's why I can't stand, I, I you know, there's got to be a job where I can just, just, you just hand me a pile of paperwork or whatever. I don't have to talk to anybody and let me just do this. Leave me alone. Because incompetence is everywhere. It's all over the place. And I hope you don't have to deal with it as much as other people. It's a disease and a, according to this people either don't know how bad they suck at their job or they just hate their job and don't give a shit so that's what it boils down to so if you hate your job and you suck at your job don't don't push that on me don't make my life more difficult or somebody else's Eat your own shit. Eat your own shit sandwich and go dig a ditch. And that's enough of this bullshit. We're going to change gears here. See you guys like how my research works. Like I was saying, let's change gears before I actually bore myself to somewhat current stupid events. The first one up Selena's <laughs> parents Selena's I don't know where the fuck that is. Selena's parents hotbox car with baby inside, police say. Wow, that looked like a couple of fucking dirt bags. All right. This is by Amy Larson, Salinas, California. Two parents were arrested in Salinas after they hotboxed their car with marijuana smoke while their one-year-old daughter was inside the car. Police said Wednesday. <sighs> for those of you who, don't, who have lived in a cave and don't know what that is, hotboxing is a slang term for filling a vehicle with thick marijuana smoke to maximize the drug's first-hand and second-hand effects. What fucking dirtbags. The parents were identified by police as 23 year old Faustino Matias, Matias Matias, and 22 year old Claudia Campos. Their Honda was reported to police as suspicious th- Tuesday evening while it was parked in, uh, nat- yeah, it was something Creek Park. Goddamn. Matias rolled down the window. Uh, rolled the window down when a police officer approached the car and a heavy cloud of marijuana smoke bellowed from inside the car, the police said. The officer observed an infant in the back seat. Paramedics had had a hard time waking up the baby and the infant was taken to a hospital. Poor kid was stoned out of his fucking gorge. Oh, Monterey County Child Protective Services uh service agents took custody of the baby. The parents were booked into jail and suspicious on suspicious of child endangerment and child cruelty. I'll spit it out. Mom, dad, you suck at this. I still don't understand why people like this are even allowed to have kids in the first place. And uh <laughs> It's just fucking disgusting what kind of world we live in where parents think that's a good idea for their one-year-old kid. What kind of white trash are you that you get high in front of your kids in the first place? And secondly, do it in a car and hotbox the poor little bastard. Getting high as all fuck. And, And on top of that, in a public fucking park. You could have done that in your driveway. Or if you had a garage or whatever. I'm not even going to give you ideas how to do it. But you could have been smarter about it. Or you could not have done it at all. Or if you were really, really a good person, you people would not have had a fucking kid in the first place. Personally, I think you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) Thought I'd just add in some sound effects. All right, here we go. Let's see. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Let's see. Local store owner bans Republican customers, says they're evil. Uh, it's from Ken Lucy in Derry, New Hampshire. So basically this dipshit, what it is, this dipshit in New Hampshire, is uh, banning Republicans in, because he thinks they're evil. I like the title says. But his store is uh, the used Apple store in Derry, New Hampshire. And he says, we feel that they're the greatest threat currently in the world, said Billy Williams, the store owner, the store detailed (laughs) part, the store detailed the Republican ban in a Facebook post, which read, we say no thank you to any Republican. If you affiliate with the Republican Party, you are not welcome in our store. The store went as far as to call Republicans evil. You have an uptight, closed energy, negative aura to you, almost evil, and to be honest, usually evil, the post said. Uh, let's see. Seven's Kim Lucy asked Williams to explain himself. I guess Channel 7. I think they're not evil, they're... I think if they're not evil, there's a reason they, uh, they're they siding with... Oh, God damn, I can't read. Let me try it one more time. <laughs> Good God. What's the matter with you, boy? You too stu- stupid? Yep. I think if they're not evil, there's a reason they're siding with that. So, I think they're non-discretionary. Non-discre- <laughs> That's what I would call it. William said when when asked if he thought all of the nearly 300,000 Republicans in New Hampshire were evil. Uh, Let's see. Some, God damn it, computer. Some granite staters think the uh, store's way of doing business is crazy. I think it's absolutely crazy. Business anywhere should be open to anyone regardless of what their political views are. I think that's kind of ridiculous, said Ryan Danellin of dairy, a dairy native. I'm sure Republicans have Apple phones too, you know. He'll be losing business that way. I don't think that's very smart. That was what Andy Sistadelli said. Williams says the store is not affiliated with the Apple company and usually services older uh, products that Apple will no longer fix. Says, despite the backlash, he stands by the original post. It isn't money that matters so much with these things. If you really believe that something should happen, you should stand up for that and make it happen. The store is currently closed for renovations. Williams doesn't date. Uh, doesn't have a date when it will open, but says when it does, he that's when the new policy will take place. God damn! I hope you could have followed me there. But this guy's insane. So if you're a Republican. You're not allowed to do business with him. You know, and that goes for both people, Republicans and Democrats, this whole side-taking bullshit. If you're going to base your business on that, that's pretty fucking stupid. If uh, I'm not going to do business with... Well, it's like my last episode about the fucking NRA douchebags who are blowing up their fucking $400 Yetis because uh, the NRA isn't backing Yeti no more. They're not giving a discount, you dumbass dude. We're going to blow it up. Wrong, sir. Wrong. <laughs> or however it went. But it's just crazy. It's just absolutely crazy. If you're going to side with one way or the other and just ban the whole group of people all together, <coughs> that's pretty stupid. And I thought the uh what are they called? Democrats were so I'm not i I'm not getting into political bullshit. I think it's all fucking dumb. It needs to be changed. Jesus Christ, what are we fucking children? He likes this, I can't like him no more. Or they like that, I can't allow them in my store no more. It's just so fucking dumb and childish. But go ahead. I mean, it's your business. If you want to lose all those dollars, that's fine. I get it. Stand up for what you believe in, sir. I get it. Stop being a damn fool. (laughs) I'm going to have fun with this for some reason. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Students watched as teacher allegedly crushed pills, then snorted it in classroom. Why are headlines, like, so horrible with grammar <laughs> this is by greg Cocher of uh at the HeraldLeader.com or our kentucky.com uh news wherever the fuck that's where i found it greg coacher let's see what this ding dong has to say oh yeah these fucking a Menifee County teacher was arrested and charged Thursday after just students said they saw her crush a pill and snort it in an elementary school classroom. Cherish Redner, four, uh, 41, was charged with public intoxication, m- <laughs> possession of a controlled substance, and possession of drug paraphernalia, according to Montgomery County Regional Jail, where she was lodged. <laughs> lodged. An arrest citation said two two of the students had seen her crush a pill with a credit card and make a line with the crushed pill. Then they watched her snort the pill. Holy fuck. (coughs) The students also said she was slumped over her desk and it appeared that it was hard for her to stay awake. (laughs) <laughs> uh, deputy, uh, deputy sheriff who conducted this field sobriety test added that, uh, on her desk was white residue and a credit card with residue. So put two and two together. You fucking morons. <laughs> he didn't say that. I just added it. Uh, let's see. Once she was placed under arrest, she was taken to the sheriff's office and searched Insider Brawl was a tampon applicator that, was an applicator that resembled a very small cut straw. <laughs> oh, dear God. And the superintendent, Timothy Spencer, said that Redner is suspended pending further investigation. No shit. He also said this is the first time in his career as a principal or superintendent that he has dealt with an incident of an employee under influence on the job. Jesus Christ, i met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there! (laughs) I think you're the winner of the Stupid Bastard Award. Let's see. Yeah, that's about it I got for news stories. And you've got to be a really, really piece of shit. That is one big pile of shit. To be, (laughs) to just get fucked up in front of your kids. It's school. <laughs> Got it. one couple that wants to get baked and have their one year old child involved, and then another one that's a teacher that wants to just get blasted forever kids in school. Good job. Now I bring to you some of my favorite Favorite tweets of the week. And. Sorry, I don't know if you guys are getting tired of these or not, but I kind of like them. Uh, My favorite stupid tweets that I get on my feed. Alright, here we go. This is from Dr. Livid. Who would like a slice of my awkward? That makes no sense to me. How about a slice and shut the hell up? We got another one from Trophy Knife. It just said her tweet was "blue bonnet abyss." What? what is that? What does that mean? Nightfall tweeted. I'll stop following my heart when you stop running away with it. No, no, stay there, you crazy bitch. I don't know if Nightfall is female, but I, I assume she is. Just making an educated guess with that kind of tweet. woody. Wanting everything, getting nothing. because you're an asshole. Cappuccino McFockery. McFockery. P-H-O-C-K-A-R-Y Walks into IT department Looks around and sees no clowns Puts down gasoline can <laughs> C'est la vie One of the main reasons to take care of the earth Is because that's where I keep my stuff <laughs> That's so fucking stupid Old Cardigan tweeted Oh trust you swan dives into quicksand. Good. Good. Good for you. Uh a swan would never dive into quicksand, you know. <laughs> but you know, you can't dwi- <laughs> you can't dive in the quicksand from what I understand, if that's how it works. Uh let's see. Guff tweeted Divine Retreads. Regina Falange or however you pronounce that. People in their fucking names. Come on now. Chance that I'll try to get into the wrong car after leaving the bar? Ninety percent. You're a drunk slut. JC Tarp tweeted, sees hot guy approaching. Me whispers to herself. Don't make this weird. Don't make this weird. Him. Hey. Me, just bust out in the running man. That would never happen. No, that would never ever happen. Chad Reed tweeted. <laughs> me, sips from world's greatest dad mug. Coworker, why did you just drink my coffee? Me, just let me have this, Carl. Me, see some hair lip sipping from a mug on my fucking desk. (laughs) Then me, slaps herpes out of Carl's mouth. See, that's dumb, isn't it? I, I added the last two lines. H, addicted softness. No, no, addictive softness. What is... Do you people just get on Twitter and just tweet a couple of random words together? Vincent Van Gogh. Ooh, that's clever. I will be your gentlest death. Another one. If anyone can have it, I don't want it. You're so special. Fuck off. Richard Harris tweeted, It's too easy to blame the devil. You are the devil. Uh, Beatrice tweeted, How I get these I'm, a, I'm still... Mm. The only problem with the first 30 minutes of exercising... And misspelled exercising... Is it only 2 minutes has gone by? 1 learn how to spell 2 You got you got a fucking brain damage. 2 <laughs> stroke added. Jerks off to your credit card info. Elliot Desire is the original sin. John, Uh, here, here we go with the situational ones. Therapist, what's wrong? Me. If I do the Borat voice once more, I'll be getting a divorce. Therapist, and who told you that? Me. Tearfully clears throat. You pussy. this jackass, Tups. (coughs) Yeah, T-U-P-S, Tups. 50 is the new 40. 40 is the new 30. 30 is the new 20. 20 is the new 10. Under 10 is the new haven't been born yet. That is not how it works, you dumb fucker. (laughs) And this dumbass Woody. Uh, Situational. Studying for job interview. Never criticize your former employee. Maintain eye contact. Be positive. Job interview. Air viewer, tell me about yourself. Me. I worship my previous boss. Leans too close. And we live in a world of limited, limitless beauty. Hmm. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, you deserve that. Sucker! <laughs> <editor! Shit! laughs> and then we have sandra d sandra d my husband just got so tired of our argument he threw himself down the imaginary steps behind the couch you need to divorce him before he gets you both killed You know, tweeted, I'd rather my nude, dead body be found next to a donkey wearing a G-string and a strap-on than be seen wearing a visor. <laughs> Fucking sick bastard. Mom of teen. This, She had it all. Tits, ass, earlobes, appendix. Go to hell. Then we have Dave treating, <laughs> treating, treating us with this beautiful tweet, ha 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 stormtrooper dad. I do not support you associating with this renegade squadron. And for the last time, close the freaking blast door. I'm not heating the entire galaxy. Dave, you're a fucking nerd. And I'm going to leave you with this Kate Hall tweeted this sign elevator not working use stairwell on west side of building wanders around for 10 minutes because where in the hell is west you're a dumb bitch you are a stupid stupid bitch you stupid fucking cunt <laughs> it says it all and i think you are the winner this week of the dumbest fucking tweet and this idiot has 26000 followers why Why? And how the fuck did it end up on my fucking Twitter feed? That's another question why. But anyway, that's what I'm going to leave it with. My favorite stupid tweets of the uh, week. And I'm off. And that's all I have to offer. I know it was beautiful. And I'm sure you're sad to hear me go. But all wonderful, horrible things must end. And with that, I'm out of here. I am out of here and thank you for listening to this episode of dealing with stupidity and thank you for dealing with my stupidity. Don't forget to rate and review on iTunes. And I know everyone out there knows someone that would like to hear this or needs to hear this episode. So please share it. Shoot me an email. If you have questions, suggestions, comments, complaints or an insult. I love all of them. And thank you for listening And have a great great week, and I again apologize for my snotty nose, me coughing, and all the extra noise. One of these days. One of these fucking days. I'll get it right. Thank you, everybody. Have a great week.